and welcome to Postcards from Heron County, a podcast that delves into some of the heritage of Ontario's West Coast. I'm your host, Mandy Sinclair, and since returning to the area after 20 years away, I have enjoyed rediscovering the county and wanting to know more about the history of the region as I set out exploring the trails, small towns, and more. So I'm inviting you to listen in as I sit down to chat with historians and community members who have a close connection to the topic in question. Before we start, I would like to acknowledge that I am recording at Faux Pop Studios in Goderidge, which is on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral Peoples. I recognize the First Peoples' continued stewardship of the land and water, and that this territory was subject to the Dish with One Spoon wampum, under which multiple nations agreed to care for the land and resources by the Great Lakes in peace. I would also like to acknowledge and recognize the Upper Canada Treaties signed in regards to Huron County, as settlers know it, which include Treaty 29 and Treaty 45 and a half. On today's episode, I'm joined in studio with Robert Walker, Errol Bailey, Hopeton Johnson, seasonal employees at Hubbard's Rutabaga plant in Blyth, about their life between Blyth, Ontario and Jamaica. Susan Hubbard, owner of the plant, also joins us. Thank you so much for joining me in studio today, Robert, Errol, Hopeton, and Susan. Um, I'm very much looking forward to hearing the story of how um, Robert, Errol, and Hopeton, you've ended up uh, living in Blyth and here in County for part of the year and working in the agricultural sector. So for listeners who may not know, farming and agricultural is an incredibly important part of the economy in here in County. Um, but also the heritage and lifestyle um, around here. Of the 10,191 business locations registered in the county, 3,145 are agricultural businesses. And this figure doesn't include the 432 farms operating as sole proprietorships. So in total, the sector makes up 15 to 17% of Huron County's employment, making this the largest sector in terms of jobs created, according to statistics statistics provided by the Huron County Economic Development Office. In fact, in 2020, Huron County had the highest, the second highest farm cash receipts of any county and, the, uh, and regional municipalities in Ontario at $1.338 billion. For listeners who may not be in the farming industry, farm cash receipts measure the gross revenue of farms from the sale of products such as livestock or crops and from direct program payments of producers. So this billion dollar revenue isn't taking into account supply value chain and support activities such as the trucking, farming, and equipment sales and mills to name a few that support the industry. And yet just off Blyas Main Street is the Hubbard family rutabaga plant. This family owned and operated businesses sold 111,000 bushels of rutabagas in 2020 alone. For those not familiar with bushels, each bushel is 50 pounds, so that means this little operation in downtown Blyth sold more than 5.5 million pounds of rutabagas in 2020. With that volume, Hubbard's is exporting to the U.S. as well as providing rutabagas to rutab retailers across Canada as well. Hubbard's employs one employee who hails from the area, in addition to three family members and owners who work at the operation. But to help ensure the operations run smoothly, Hubbard's rely on the help of 10 migrant farm workers to come and live on the farm and assist with the harvest and preparing the vegetables for export. So joining me in studio today are Robert Walker, yeah. Errol Bailey, Hopeton Johnson, 
and Susan Hubbard, daughter of the founder of GL Hubbard Rutabaga Plant and current owner, treasurer, HR, food safety. Your job description is quite extensive, it sounds like, yes, Susan. So thank you all for coming here just days before you plan to return to warmer temperatures after what sounds like a really busy season. Um, Susan, can you start by telling us a bit about GL Hubbard Rutabaga Plant your father started and how it grew into the operation it is today, please? Well, actually, in Blythe, Russell Doherty actually owned the property in Blythe before my dad bought it. Uh, my dad started in Bright in 1960, and then the plant come for sale in Blythe, and he, in turn, bought the place, and uh, he came up here with his wife, and at the time, a newly born son, and uh, yeah, and then it all began. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so, Robert, you've been coming to Heron County for 30 years. Yeah. Over 30 years, right? Over 30. Wow. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and what life is like between Canada and Jamaica? Well, it's a good life. I work here, then go back home, mm -hmm. take care of my family and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And what... Um, what keeps you coming back to Heron County and particularly uh, to Hubbard's? Well, I would say to give my kids uh, proper education and take care of a family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how is it? Like every time you come back to Blythe, what, um, does it feel like coming back to a second home? Or Yes. Yeah? Yes. Mm -hmm. And everybody is nice to me, so mm -hmm. we, we keep going. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. And Susan has mentioned that you're kind of like a, you're part of the family. Yeah, <laughs> actually. Yeah. <laughs> because I was the first one here, so I'm part of it, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And you go to dinners and... Dinners, whatever stuff going on. Uh-huh. I'll be there. So you're quite involved then in the Blythe community, yep. is that right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So beyond work. Know a lot of people, everybody move around good with me, so I have no problem with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. It's a nice place. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Errol, you have been coming for 29 years. Yep. Yeah, wow. Yep. What's that? What have you seen in the 29 years that you've been coming to work well, at Hubbard's? Coming here 29 years, it must be something important for me to be here. I'm happy here. Yeah. It's just like home. Mm -hmm. You know, first coming here first over the years. And each time going back home, keep, when you get nearer to the time to come back, like a month or so, then all the mind is back in Canada to come back to yeah. work with the Hubbard family. Mm -hmm. But they are so nice to us. You know, they treat us good. We are just like, they are not like boss to us. We, just, we are just like workers together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they don't act like they're a boss to us. We just, all of us are the same. Mm -hmm. Just like we are all us workers. Yeah. You can find a difference between the boss and the workers, you know. <laughs> Everybody working and mm -hmm. we get good. Yeah. yeah. And what's life like in Blythe for you? In Blythe is a quiet, nice town. Mm -hmm. People are friendly. If you going up the street and anybody passing, they're always waving to you. <laughs> they always want to ask you, where are you from? I say, Jamaica. How is Jamaica? Mm -hmm. And then you start to tell them, and I know. They are they're so friendly. Yeah. They are so friendly. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like there is no strange. There are no stranger to you. It's like they know you from from 
from baby, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine you probably know, I mean, having come here, like Hopeton, you've been here now for 14 years as well, but you probably know a lot of, Blythe is, what, a town of 900 people, so. Oh, we're up mm. to 1,000. Oh, you're up to 1,000, okay, all right, you've had a population boom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so, I mean, you must know quite a lot of the, the residents as well, right, that are you living in the town with? Yeah, we know a few of the people, and they are nice people to get along with. Mm -hmm. You know, they are not selfish, you know, they yeah. friendly, welcome you mm -hmm. all. They will always look out for you. Mm -hmm. But I'm coming to Canada, you know. It's one of my happiest days. The first time I go, it's the first time I'm gonna go on plane, you know, that was so exciting for me. Bam, let's come see what plane ride is. Yeah. Come to the harbor. I don't know where I was going, but I end up at the harbor. And I never regret. I'm being happy mm -hmm. all along. You know, we get along very good. As Errol said, we are like a family. We everybody's just like one. We just work together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we get along good. And I learn a lot of stuff being working with the Hubbard. Yes. Oh, really? Ah, yeah. I drive in Jamaica, but coming to Canada here, a lot get a lot of experience to be a better driver, operate machines and stuff like that, mm -hmm. which I'm glad for. I come in here, kind of miss my family back home, but. I made a sacrifice because working in Canada is better than working in Jamaica. Mm. Yeah, whatever you achieve in Canada, always minimum wage, it's probably three times of a well-paid job in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. So I sit with my family and I told them it's going to be five, six months, but yeah. I'll keep thank God for our technology. We can talk, we can video call and you know. Yeah, absolutely. That, that is so good. That is so, so you're good. in regular contact and yeah, you're seeing we them. Talk to each other every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my little baby there have a three year old. Sometimes you'd kiss the phone and say you're kissing me. Aww. Sometimes we'd call and say, Come daddy, I said I soon come baby, you know, I love but you know mm -hmm. coming to as as Robert stated, coming to Canada here, it helped us to take care of our family back home, our kids, school because yeah. We have to spend a lot for education in Jamaica. Okay. So being here helps. And so um, how does life in Blyeth, I mean, it, the town of 1,000, compare to where you live in Jamaica? Uh, well, I would say about Blyeth, the difference in Canada here, in Jamaica, you would be born. It's a, a tropical country, so every day you can mm -hmm. be out in a T-shirt or whatever yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah, you have to wear a coat and stuff like that. In Canada, yeah, we just focus its work. So yeah. we just most focus on work, homework, you understand? Mm -hmm. yeah. Prepare to go home. Fortunately, sometimes I go and spend the weekend in Toronto with my cousins before, you know, go home. Oh, yeah. where are your cousins? They are in uh, Mississauga and okay. Toronto. Mm -hmm. So I normally go down and... They would take me from their house to the airport. Susan would look about everything, make sure everything is in order. Mm -hmm. She would even call me the night or the morning to make sure it's so-and-so, you understand? Yeah. Yes. yes, boss, I will be mm -hmm. up for that, and you know? Yeah. Yep. And I could say they're a very nice person. We, we're in Jamaica, we call them, we talk. If we have a problem, financial problem, we can call upon them and say, I'm in a spot of father. Can you have to aid me? Yeah. Never said no, they will. They will be there. Help will be coming. Just like oh. a family. Yeah. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. So it must be a little bit hard. Do you feel um, like 
a certain sadness, but also excitement every time you, both you go between when them. Both when yeah. yeah. sad and happy. When we go in, sad and happy. Yeah. yeah. It's both. Yeah. Exactly. Happy to go home, but sad to leave. Mm -hmm. Leave in Jamaica, sad to leave, but happy to be here. Yes. Yeah. Both ways. Mm -hmm. both ways. Yeah, I can understand yeah. that. And so, um, Robert, what does your the typical day look like for you in Blythe at the farm? At the farm? Hmm. Just work and keep yourself happy. Mm -hmm. A typical day, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what did you do today at work? What do I do today at work? Um, oh. <laughs> Susan? <laughs> today was a rough day. We didn't actually work in the plant today. We did some other stuff, so. Okay. But a typical day in the plant is the, the guys would trim. Trim, oh, okay. Oh. Right, that's just yeah. the, Trimming yeah. and Trim the rutabagas stuff. and then we'll yeah. package so, okay. them up okay. and whatnot. That's a, a normal day. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. So it starts, you arrive in July. <laughs> and what are you busy, bless you, what are you busy working on in July? Well, we come back, we trim stuff same way, trim mm -hmm. the baggies and ship them out same way. Uh, and then after we clean the machines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, we would. Prepare for the new. Prepare for the new season to start. Mm -hmm. Get get the last year stuff out. Yep. And then we start to clean up for the new season to start and get things ready. When does the new season start then? August. The new Middle. season starts like yeah. August. Yeah, mid-August. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. The season starts in August. So we would have sit with Philip and we would work on whatever to be done on the machine, various mm -hmm. parts, bearings or whatever, we would go through and make sure everything is ready for the season. Yep. Yeah, and what, whatever is easier to be washed, because we always wash this stuff to start the season. We'd, after we finish reap, we would wash it off, and while we're going to start reap again, we make sure everything is washed and greased up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then October is your really busy Season. Yeah. We start to reap like October 10 to 11, always be after Thanksgiving. Usually Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we always start to reap the store stuff there. Yeah. We have like a two, three week. When I'm just coming here, I didn't like that store in time because it was so cold and I never used to the coldest. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like chimble and they used to mock me. What? Uh, Hopeton's actually out in the field. Yeah, the I'm on the store, office. So that makes a difference. So you know, he's out yeah. in the field. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so after all, I kind of wear more garments, you know, clothing. Mm -hmm. yeah. right, would you say you're used to it now? Can't use the cold. You never get used to it. But, uh, you know, I can cope with it a bit. Yeah, still get my toes scrumped sometime on my finger, but, you know. You can never get used to it. No? Yeah. Even after, like, 30 years, after even 30 Robert, years. you're still not? I still, still get cold. Really? Yeah. We always say, uh, I'm not going to get used to it, but, you know, you just try to. I can handle it. Never get used yeah. to it. Like, yeah. I, if I have to. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, More no, I understand. Yeah. I live um, part of the year in Morocco, and in August it can be 48, 49 degrees Celsius, wow. and you just never get used to those types of yeah. temperatures, never. so I, I understand. Yeah, so, um, What's daily life like in Blythe? Like after you finish work, what, what do you tend to do? Well, daily life in Blythe for me, after I finish work, you know, you're gonna go home, get something to eat, get a shower, 
I would go on the TV, the TV watch some TV, mm -hmm. or play some music. Yeah? Or if it's in the summer, I take a bike ride around town. Oh, really? Yeah, I take a bike ride around town until get back home and yeah. come back on the TV or the music and Mm-hmm. They come to sleep. Yeah, so you, know, you like to run. There's great bike trails around Wyatt yeah. for sure. So good you know, eight o'clock in the morning's work again. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, well, for me, back in the days, we used to like go uptown, go into the boat, uh, have beers. Ah. Uh, they have karaoke and live bands and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like now, everything kind of. It's so, a bit different. Yeah. Do you still go to the boot after work? Yeah, sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure, have a beer and feel all right again. <laughs> but, well, for me now, as I came home from work, as I went, as I went up to my room, I'm going to take up my phone. I'm going to look at there is no matches or whatever. Because, mm -hmm. you know, something can happen in Jamaica, so they would message. Yeah. So I always try to do that. Look at my phone, see if there is no message. If there is no, I make, but, you know, reply mm -hmm. to it. If there is... And if they do not all, I make a call and see what's everybody's okay at home. Mm -hmm. They will give me an answer, and then yeah. you know, I will go have a shower, get something to eat, and have a drink. Sometimes I have a drink. Sometimes, you know, I just mess around these guys. I'm like the troublemaker in the house. I will <laughs> go around and say, hey, hey, you know, try to make everybody happy, you know. Uh huh. You know, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Robert, looks like, that sounds like a laugh, like you've got a story yeah, to tell. I always, I always just try to make everybody happy and yeah. not look at jokes. He's a troublemaker. You that, you know? Oh, yes. you're the troublemaker, are yeah. you? Hoping? So when anything yeah. happens now, all the blames come on me. Robert! It's not him, but just say, Robert, Robert. That's oh. it. You know, easy, but everybody enjoys and yeah. used to. We have fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, we get that long When we road. go back home, we contact each other and we call each other. Errol always come and look for me at my place, mostly. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, we visit We have a drink scene we in Jamaica and we hang out. And, and then you all see yeah. each other back here in July. Yeah. yeah. And do you work in agriculture in Jamaica when you're back there? Oh, for me, you know, I do farming. I farm like goats and chicken and I do construction. You do construction? Yeah, okay. So. Well, I do farming back home. That's, Same thing. Raise cow goats and stuff like that. You have goats? Yep. Oh, nice. Okay. So more like um, animals than yeah. Um, yeah. agriculture. Okay. And I do a little carpentry back home. Okay. Those skills, I'm yeah. sure, come in handy. Yeah, thinking about, thinking about the time to come. Yeah. <laughs> to get back here. <laughs> Uh -huh. Do you yeah. do much carpentry at Hubbard's as well? Like, is yeah, I do a wee bit there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do a wee bit there. If anything breaks and boat, things stuff like that, mm -hmm. I should be here to fix. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Any really special, funny memories from being, from your time in Blythe over the years? Yeah, I remember yeah. when I just got here, um, uh, a lot of the little, little children, they will come up. Can I feel your hair? And yeah. I said, okay, yeah. yeah. They all come and just put their hand here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it is fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lot yeah. of fun. Yes, I can Because remember. there is not a lot of black people in light, mm -hmm. so, you know, they see a black guy, so they're going to say something. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. all good. it's all good. Yeah. yeah. I, I can remember in 1993, I went to a friend home in Blight. 
And the, I think it was the daughter came to touch me like this. And that said, no, it's not gonna, it's not gonna come off. It's just the color. It's just the color. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and daughter touched me like this and said, you know, try to wipe it off. And daughter, daughter said, no, it's. He was a baby then, right? You know, that's <laughs> the way he was. His <laughs> complexion is that it's his complexion. It's not gonna come off. Uh -huh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was funny. It was funny. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Hope? And any special memories, funny memories that you have? <laughs> Who would I say this now? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if you're the troublemaker, you mess up a lot. Wow. Wow. I pause on that one for a time. All right, Susan, what about you? You must have some fun memories. Oh my gosh, there's been yeah. so many. Uh -huh. I tell you. Yeah. What are some of those stand up? Harvest time. Harvest time for us, you know. Yes. Um, has always been a lot of fun. I just remember like the one, the one thing that just stands out in my mind is Robert and my father. My gosh, I've never seen my dad laugh so hard. Hmm. Well, the the, the <laughs> tractor tire <laughs> had been flat, so they changed it. And my dad just said to Robert, you want to just make sure that those are all tight, all those lug nuts? And Robert, instead of taking the thing and tightening it, oh, no, no, he takes his fingers and he tightens it up just like this. And he said, yep, they're tight. And my dad just started laughing like, dude, you really, you got to tighten them up. Tighten them up. Your wheel's going to fall off. That was, that was a good one. Yeah. 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 And so oh, did boy. they, did you tighten the lug nuts then? Yep. Yeah. Okay. After. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I tried first with my finger then. What were? For me, one time I was in the field, and Susan and brother, we were reaping. As I say, I complained about cold. My hand was cold. My gloves wet. It's cold. Mm -hmm. I would think we were nearby the shed there, and I said, I want this glove to be dry. How can I get these gloves to dry? I run and I take the gloves and I put them in the microwave and. <laughs> <laughs> I and I come by the club and swing up, couldn't go on my finger. <laughs> yeah. Had you heard that story before, Susan? That one? Yeah. No, I don't remember that. I was the feet between me and Philip. Well. Not much surprises me, though. No. That was the early, in the early days, like probably yeah. the second or so year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, it's in the you see, as, as you know, as you go along, then you learn yeah. most of the stuff because you're, you're not used to some of yeah. it. So mm -hmm. as you go along, you learn, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a learning process. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. uh, any oh, nights out at the Blythe Festival that you remember? Have you been, you've been to the Blythe Festival yes. theater? Yes, a couple of times. Yeah. Which show? Been a few times. Uh, a few times. Um, the Donnelly's or yep. whatever. Donnelly. Yeah. Actually, the Donnelly's was held. Yeah, I, I was I kind of like that one. Oh, wow. It was yeah. held. No, it was part of it. It was all yeah. over town. There was different oh, little wow. scenes, right? All okay. So I think they came down by our plant, yeah. right? There was a couple scenes in that. But we did have one show that was in our plant called Many Hands. It started at the plant. Oh, wow. What was Many Hands about? Uh, you remember that, Robert? Yeah, I, I think that's the first time I remember that. That would be but the first year you came. Yeah. Yes, because it was when Chantel was born. Yeah. That was the first year you came. But yeah, it was held in the plant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what was the, the story play about? Just Many Hands? Oh, it was about different things, about, about the community and everything mm -hmm. that... Um, 
like I started out um, as we were working like it was coffee break and then it would go to somebody else that was um, on the radio mm-hmm. and she was doing a scene on the radio and then like there were so many different scenes all the way through yeah. it. and then I did a circus scene too I'm just kind of remembering what I did because I was from here to there to the, mm-hmm. you know so I've never really actually watched the whole entire show yeah <laughs> but man oh man there was a lot of work and a lot of effort put into mm-hmm. it but yeah it was it was a good show uh and it, everybody came in they walked down there was different scenes mm-hmm. and they come down and they walked and they stood inside and it was a standing theater yeah it was packed pretty much wow. every night yeah and are there other rutabaga farms in the area or? Yep, there's one in Mitchell. There's, okay. I kind of call them like our sister plant, but mm-hmm. it's, we actually, they do all the ordering and that from, for us and uh, we do all the co-packing for them. Okay. Yeah, that's how it's always been set up with our dad. So we just continued it now that he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. And you mentioned um, that Earl arrived at the same time that you had your my daughter. Your yeah. daughter. That's how yeah. I know how many years he's been yeah. here. Okay. <laughs> That's I'm like, track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I remember that. I can't remember that when I just came in the first year. She was, on, she was working. She was on baby maternity leave at the same time. Mm-hmm. I can remember she came down the plant with her baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then after it, then she came back to work. You mm-hmm. know? She came on to stand up and start look at me trimming. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you do trimming in yeah. the field. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Yeah. And Robert, you're more inside then? No, we, are, we, we don't know. trim out in the fields. We don't trim out in the fields. Oh, okay. Trim inside. 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 Okay. Yeah, we don't trim inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We inside. So each time a guy came, we show them how to do it the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many new um, colleagues do you have? for the first time this year, or is everybody a returning? We have one new fellow one this year. year. That's right, yes, I did meet him. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, today is actually his birthday, so there you go. Okay, and so two more weeks, and then you head back to Jamaica. Yep. Mm-hmm. Any highlights from this season? Well, not much, because COVID's because of the COVID, COVID you can't go too yeah. much, so uh-huh. you don't really mingle around that much. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say kind of quiet. Stays, stays in most of the time. Okay. Aw. Well, um, Susan, I just you mentioned that you see these guys as family, and I'm just wondering, could you operate the farm without the support of... Um, Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. So they're integral to yeah. the operation that they of are. your... If we didn't have them, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to meet our quotas for anything we would not survive, I don't think. Wow. So you have um, migrant workers coming, arriving in January. Yes. And they stay until? They stay till roughly July-ish. And okay. then, then we swap out uh, four for four. Okay. So then these guys come because they have to be out of the country by December 15th. Okay. Yeah. They're only allowed here eight months out of the year. Okay. So we have, so we just make sure that we've always got helpers here to help us out for, Mm -hmm. to get our product to where it needs to go. Okay. And so do you guys get to decide where it is? Like, do you get to pick to come back to Hubbard's every year or how does that work? Well, no, no, it doesn't. uh, I do the paperwork. Okay. Is that request? So she do the paperwork. Okay. If she wants us, then she gets it. I request them and then they get Mm -hmm. a notice and then they do all the legwork for what they have to do. They have to do medicals and police records Mm -hmm. and 
uh, biometrics now and, yep. and all uh, kinds of different things. Everything. Yeah, I think the biometric is every 10 years now. Oh, yes. Yeah, good. Every year for about three, four years, then it's cut out to every 10 years. Yeah. About two, three years now since it come in with every 10 years. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. And the thing I love with all my work as them here, when you have your stuff at the house, no, no one trouble them. You can leave your door open, you will come back and find your thing. You leave your money, it will be there the same way. Mm -hmm. Some of the farm we hear, they steal <coughs> stuff. We don't have it here. And we are so glad for that. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody you can see when Queen said, Oh, I want to get up in a piece of meat today. You're going to get it. Mm -hmm. You're going to get it. So yep. Yeah. Share and Do you cook your dinners and meals together? No, we cook separate. You do? Well, we eat out of everybody's part. Yeah, everybody would eat. Mm -hmm. Apart from me, who don't eat pork. And I have a story with the pork, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't eat pork. I'm kind of grew up with the Seventh day Adventists in you know, Jamaica. They don't eat pork. Okay. Yeah. So there was one, um, one, one evening, I came in. I have a little food there, but it wasn't enough. It mm -hmm. wasn't enough, so it was Robert. Robert Pat was on the fire, it was soup. Robert put on his soup and the boil. The pot, you know, you kind of half mask the pot because you don't want it to boil over on the stove. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the dumpling and I said, take one of the dumpling here, you know. And I take one of the dumplings and put it under my rice with my food and <laughs> went and go and eat it. Mm -hmm. I think it was the other day, we come in at lunchtime. So I said to Robert, it was snowing, and I said, Robert, can I get some of your soup? Big look like your soup, no. Robert said, you know, pork, you know, you know, you know, eat pork, you know. I was so shocked because I don't eat pork and I took out the milk for what I'm being last time. I didn't told them. I didn't say nothing. But I said, no, I'm going to keep it. My other day, I said, blows and scrap. I'm going to send me teeth for one of your pork and I'm last time. They all laugh. Yeah, uh, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah because, uh, you know, you catch me there. Uh, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. If we take a food, if we, if we even don't tell guys, say, yeah, we take a food, we're going to say, Robert, you know, I take your food or be able to take your food. It's okay. Mm -hmm. That's the way we live, too. Eh? You know, we just mm -hmm. live at one like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that night, when I took out Robert dumpling and put it under my rice with milk meat and go eat. Mm -hmm. Was it good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't you can't remember? <laughs> but I know. I devoured that food. Mm -hmm. Robert, so the other day, can I get to look at your soup? Hmm. Robert said, no, Johnson, a pork. It's pork. I don't know you know if it's pork. I don't know if it's pork. Man. Bye. Oh, my. That already eaten. <laughs> yeah, already eaten. That's funny. See, when you don't know what you're eating, you'll eat it anyway. Right. <laughs> exactly. So Robert, you know, uh, I tell him, funny. I tell his wife, they love. Back home, I tell my wife, my family, everybody loves. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a good one. Yeah. 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 Well, what a fun memory, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, well, it's been a pleasure to to chat with you and hear just some stories about your life in Blythe, given and as with you, Susan, as well, and just the the impact that you guys are, the volume as well that you guys are producing, and the impact that you're having on the local economy and um, industry. So thank you so much for, for joining me in studio today. Yeah, You're welcome. Thanks for You're welcome. welcome. Thank you. It's lovely. Okay.
If you're keen to explore the food scene in Huron County, you'll want to know about Tasting Huron County curated food experiences delivered. We do breakfast and picnic deliveries and like to think of these as a delivery from a Huron County-wide farmer's market. All deliveries are abundant and feature products produced right here in the county. But if a walking tour is more your jam, Tasting Huron County's Goddridge Tasting Trail takes visitors on a half-day guided tour of the food scene while mixing in architecture and history. To find out more, visit tastinghuroncounty.ca, that's all one word, for more details. I'd like to thank the Huron Heritage Fund for their support of this podcast. If you're in Huron County, one of my favourite places to wander is the Huron County Museum and the nearby Huron Historic Jail, particularly during special events. And the museum is free for Huron County Library cardholders. I'd like to give a shout out to Community Futures Huron for their support of this podcast. If you're thinking of setting up shop in Huron County, I cannot say enough great things about this team. When I was in the exploration stages of creating a PR agency, event company, tasting here in county, I wasn't exactly sure what, but I gleaned an incredible amount of information from the resourceful Community Futures team before finally settling down in Huron County once again. I'd also like to thank Clint Mackey, Andrew Bauk, Nick Vinicombe, and Mark Hussey at Faux Pop Media who produce and generously support postcards from Huron County. Thank you so much for listening. If you're a fan of Postcards from Huron County, I would be so grateful if you would rate or review this podcast on your favorite channel or share on your social media networks. Just don't forget to tag me at Postcards from Huron County so I can be sure to thank you for helping share my love of Huron County.